1: The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa. One of those idiots who believe in analytics.
2: Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa FUBOS Link Game Plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. The Crackman Bill Krakenberger standing by for unscripted with the Crackman. Uh, Jeff, I want to review the first hour of our show today. Because the first three days of the week were fire. I think that's what the kids say now. Um, but the first, the first, uh, the first hour of the show, we started out with an analytics segment, right now. So when, when little, little behind the curtain thing, a little behind the curtain uh, inside here. When Veasan first started, they wanted to, call, they wanted to call this show uh, the Quants, like, and I immediately pushed back on it and I said, hey, here's the thing. First of all, not enough out there to like make that count, and then secondly, there's nothing. More valuable, but more radio unfriendly. <laughs> so take our so our first segment this day. We that thing about football outsiders is actually the best handicapping nugget you could probably get today on football. And Will Hill kind of alluded to it too, which is like some of these games spiral, like the Niners game, right? And and your takeaway as a as a human, you know, your, the human brain goes, "Oh, Niners stink." Yeah, but it just gets away from you early, and then the rest of it's kind of pollution and so that thing on football outsiders it's fascinating with the fumble luck but as like a radio thing man people just want to people just want me to get out of here and talk about the refs in the Steelers Bears game but then you know you give a tennis pick and it's all everything's all good after that will Hill, Andy McNeil first hour as well shout out to them all right let's do it unscripted with the crack man Bill Krakenberger at Bill Crackman with the K on Twitter from New Jersey how you doing, Billy?
1: Gil, it's the first day I can remember. I'm running around putting my headsets in. Just Gil, it's been uh, four or five days of just pandemonium between the DraftKings thing and, and then just college basketball starting. Um, it's I, I, I have to admit it, I, I brought a lot of money here with me, and I just didn't think I was going to have that many plays. I mean... Uh, Jesus, it just it's been it's been crazy, you know, it really has. And I, I just you know what it is. I just I go to these casinos and, and, and bet tickets and I have the tickets because I'm gonna bet off of the tickets to rebet and it just it gets confused. You have to start keeping track of things. It's a lot of paperwork and even though I have an assistant, I need an assistant for the assistant. If that makes any sense. I
2: love it. You so have I'll an look- assistant, man. You have an assistant. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, I got to. Oh, oh yeah, sure. I'm looking to hire Jeff as an assistant's assistant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> First, okay, so, the, so there's a few things here we want to address. First of all, before we get to what you just alluded to, one, thank you for off, the offer of Rolling Stones tickets this past weekend. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. I appreciate yeah. that. That was very kind no of you. Uh, and in the end, the beneficiary was Jeff's fiance, Margaret, who enjoyed those tickets very much. So thank you for Margaret. Oh, Martin. good. Yes.
0: Oh,
1: good. Well, the seats were good, Jeff. I see you
0: there. Yeah, the yes, right, the, right? Uh, the Bill, the, uh, the the experience was phenomenal. I was unable to go because I was hosting Bat Center, but Margaret and one of her coworkers went, and uh, I was jealous on the the pictures that I would that I got from her at Allegiant. That was so that oh, was- it's a,
1: once, it's a it's a once in a lifetime. You know, these these guys are you know eighty years old. I mean, uh, Charlie Watts, the drummer, passed away a few months back, and and uh, this this is might be their final tour. So uh, I'm glad she got to go see him. I seen him in L.A. Uh, a couple weeks earlier, uh, which, to be honest with you, I had such great seats. I had band-hold seats right next to the stage, and I, I just said, you know what? I, I'm, I'm probably not going to be in Vegas anyway. Let me try to see if I can give... I had a hard time. Uh, Gil was the first person I thought of, though, because I said, you know, he, I don't think he's ever seen him. Or, I have not. Or, and he, he, yeah, So, I, and I know he wasn't a big Stones fan. I just figured it was the last time to get a chance to see them. So I'm glad someone... Uh, Use the seats. So I'm glad they had a good time. I'm glad they got in with no problem. And, uh, you know, they're, they're great. By the way, that Stone Show in Vegas, I have buddies that were there and they said it was better. We've seen them in Charlotte about a month and a half ago. The Stone Show in Vegas was much better. Keith Richards was walking around, running around a little bit. Just you
2: know, <laughs> he's mobile. Real legends. All right. well, Yeah, he
1: wasn't mobile in Charlotte. He came out and stayed right in the center of the stage and didn't oh, move. Oh man, so it's not. So dope. he was, but he he's all right now. So good. Thank so, God. So thank you, uh, thank you for problem.
2: that. That's the first thing. Then yep. you just alluded. Yep. So we're going to get to the college basketball thing momentarily. Sure. But you just you briefly brought up the DraftKings uh, championship, and you actually wanted to say some nice things about that. What did you have to say about that?
1: Yeah. Well. um listen, they did the right thing. They, they actually put the $10,000 back in my account yesterday. So they have problems as we all know. I'm sure Monday was a big hot topic on Beeson and all different sports betting, uh, radio shows and, and, uh, media outlets. You know, I didn't comment on the DraftKings situation where I seen like, uh, some of the, the names in the industries, the captain Jacks and, and the, uh, uh, um, spankies and stuff. And they were saying, you know, they have to cancel this contest. And so Um, those guys, I, I felt were doing the talking for me. I didn't really have, I I knew they would do something to make it right. They're not going to make a disaster out of this. So, um, I, I, to be honest with you, I was pleasantly surprised that they didn't cancel it and they gave everyone their ten thousand dollars back and actually gave them a shot at the money
2: they did so, they did um, the. they did the right thing given the circumstances and you have to you have to applaud as you were saying off uh, offline with me you have to applaud someone for carrying it through and and making it right in the end so you know hey yeah this is not they, something they that's did, been done
0: really before
1: did. so you know what though strategically Entering this, I was planning to go for it. You have to go for it. You can't sit back and do get a min cash. At least that's the way. Not the way I thought I was going to play. it. So I immediately said, "I should, uh, you know, I should bet something that that will that will uh, bring back a lot of money, a lot of ROI." And unbelievably, um, the strategy might have. Now that I see the final results, the strategy might have changed. I mean, twenty fifth place actually lost around $1,500 that he, he got 10,000 added to his account. That was 25th place. So um, uh, just, just the, just, just the idea that you could have probably made yourself an extra 25,000 winning a better two. Right. But you, that's, you, went, you, you double up, but that, yeah, but that, well, we didn't know. We didn't know. Well, 200 people.
2: No, we, we kind of alluded to it last week, but that, that's the fascinating thing about those contests to me is if you're trying to win it, you must go all out from the beginning, right? Like you, you must go out from the winning from the beginning if you are there and you have to be willing to lose your stake right to do that if you go into it thinking to yourself hey my goal is not to win my goal is to place oh you'll place just by playing it completely differently that way i don't know why you'd be in a contest necessarily uh to do that you might as well just do that on your own but there's a uh, listen, there's a strategy. If you wanted to place, so I think you could play it that way, but I just wouldn't do it for that reason. I would do it to win it. right? But yeah, I, I'm not that particularly surprised by the results of that. I, I would imagine that the if people are playing it the right way to try to win, that that would be the case, that 25th place would have lost money. Yeah,
1: Gil, Gil, I think the guy that came in first place, which by the way, he reached out to me, unbelievably. Uh, he reached out to me for a tax accountant because they took out um, he sent me the text at DraftKings. They took out 24% out of out of his money, um, which I know a really good tax accountant. It's probably the best gaming one in the industry. So I, I gave him that contact. But um, interestingly enough, he bet a three-team parlay to win um, like 170000 I think he won on his parlay. He looks like, if I remember right, I don't think he would have had to bet that. I think first and second was a pretty good difference um, by the way, the guy that came in second, tell me this guy was not so lucky. He was all in on a, on a um, an alternate line. Wins that the Knicks. Then he went all in on something else. He won that. Then he goes all in on Phoenix Suns minus three and a half, and they're losing by fourteen outright in the fourth quarter. And uh, with one minute left, they were losing by one. They win by four. Or a miracle. Win by four. He takes that fifty grand and bets it all on Arizona. Uh, Money line uh, Cardinals and Arizona spread line wins that gets up to like one hundred and thirty thousand, but I think the first place guy that texted me, I think he won one hundred and seventy thousand, where which means he didn't have to even bet the three teamer; he could have bet a two teamer. I believe that's what um, he was texting me. And uh, anyway, but in the end, I have to give credit where credits due. Listen, I- I'm tough on sports books; I absolutely am. And um, this. I just expect them to do the right thing in all situations and all, uh, which, which, by the way, we'll get to that in, in a little bit. That hasn't been the case here in Atlantic City for me. I'm a little upset about something. What else is new? Uh, but, um, huh. yeah, uh, anyway, DraftKings did the right thing. Gave everyone $10,000 back and probably cost them, I think i seen, yeah. uh about over $3 million. Over $3 million it cost them in the end. But, you know. DraftKings is paying a hundred million for uh, you know a, a podcast, though, so, on which three million—a little drop in the bucket.
2: They did the right you know. thing. What What are you upset about? Yeah. Outside of that, what are you upset about? What are you alluding to?
1: Um. So I have a buddy of mine that that plays here. Um, he's he he texts me. He's gosh, God, should I have been prepared for this. He lost six hundred and eighty thousand playing blackjack. Six hundred and eighty thousand in five trips playing blackjack. And he was betting games that I gave him to bet uh, college basketball games by the way he he plays on the app he bets 50 to a hundred thousand a game on the app and he was about even but he put half a million in the app he's about even one he's one of these big players that these companies all tweet about that bet big money and lose like suckers by the way. Um, but anyway he 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 had about half a million in his app. He bet 100000 on a college football game, was his last bet. And I looked, I actually was with him. I looked at a couple things. I said, Do you want me to see your bet history? I mean, it's just ridiculous what, what, he, what he bets. But anyway, he bets NFL 50000 on something because he likes it. Doesn't look at the line, doesn't respect the number. But then again, you can see what I just said. I lost $680 in five trips. So I give him five games, first day of college basketball to bet. And they moved a the point. Commercial time. I don't blame you guys. Uh, they, moved the, they moved the point. We're going to get to the end of the story. No, get to right the end of the week. story,
2: and then we're going to talk about yeah. the college basketball thing you wanted to talk about. Sure. Because that's really what we're headed towards. Uh, we'll get to the end yeah. of that, and we'll talk college hoops for college hoops betters. you want to hear this. Coming back, numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Gil Alexander on v the Sports Betting Network.
2: With college basketball starting this week, now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. It's only $10. This year's guide has everything you need to bet on the games all season long, including odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis for every team. Our team of experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Humans, Tim Murray, they provide the predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and player awards. Sign up today and get your copy for only $9.99. At Visa.com slash subscribe. That's Visa.com slash subscribe. Uh, Thursday is our uh, triple, triple header show day. Uh, after this, we fly down to the D and do the Megapod, the Beating the Book Megapod, Beating the Book podcast, where all podcasts are uh, available. It was supposed to be Brent this week. Brent couldn't make it. Brent's going to join us next week. Ed Fang from the Power Rank steps in to join Mikey, Todd, and I today. So if you're heading down to the D, we will be there Oh, about a half hour after this show. Uh, more with Crackman, Bill Krakenberger, unscripted. So pick up your story, if you would, sir. We'll refresh for us.
1: Okay, guys, down six hundred eighty thousand playing blackjack in five trips. Uh, lost millions of dollars, by the way, in the in the co- company wide over the last you know a couple of years. Flies down the private plane. He's a real big player, and. um, uh, bets 100,000 on college football games. 150 on the last couple bets. 50 and 100,000 on NFL college football. About even though he broke about even. Put 500,000 in. He's about even. I give him some advice on betting games. He's sitting next to me. He flew all the way here for for college basketball. And I said, you know, you don't really don't want to bet a lot because they're probably going to move a point or so. Nothing really giant, but a point. He's like, no, no, they'll take them for me. Don't worry. I said, you know, don't you can't bet 50,000 on games. I'm telling you right now, you can't do it. They're going to they'll stop you. So I talk him into conservatively starting out at 5000 a game. I said, just bet 5000 a game. He's mad at me now. He's like, no, I get $5,000. I, I, I didn't fly. I said, listen, we're going to bet more. Just bet 5000 for now. He bet 5000 on the first six games. We went, by the way, the results doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. First six games, by the seventh game, the max bet was 250 bucks. I mean, I, I, I just... I told him that was. I mean, if you bet ten thousand, they may have called the Atlantic City Police Department and come and arrest. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, um, he and and he did exactly what I told him. I, I'm real proud of this guy. I really am. He called him up and said, "Listen, I am finished with the company. I am finished. I am not gambling at your company no more. Uh, you know, literally." Um, he was up a million dollars. by the way, he was up eight hundred thousand. he's up eight hundred, eight hundred thousand dollars. He was up recently and lost it back. I was so upset at him uh, playing Blackjack. So anyway, that doesn't matter. These numbers mean nothing. In the end is they they threw him off the they 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 cut him down. Now, I'm not going to mention who it is because he's still in fight with them, and they say they're going to restore his limits. Uh, they all, you know, they said because, because obviously his casino host, who was the big one of the company, is, you know, fighting for him. <laughs> he doesn't want to lose this customer. Plus, he brings two friends with him. And one of the friends is also a, a big, not as big as him, but definitely a six-figure losses. So anyway, we'll see what happens in the end. I just wanted to talk about the, 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 the you know, the, the hard trials and tribulations. And this is going to get to the next point, Gil. I've never seen anything like this college basketball season in my life. The books are so afraid of college basketball that they're actually costing themselves a ton of money. And I'll tell you what I mean. First off, the brick and mortar shops are, you know, um, not opening until later on. It's very, very difficult to get a bet down a lot, a lot harder than I thought about. I mean, you could see, I have like literally decks of cards here. Look at this. This is, these are uncashed tickets. There's losers in there too, but I mean, <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're not even. I mean, and every one of them is. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying every one of them is a thousand dollars or more. But it doesn't matter. Listen, listen, though. The most important thing is I. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm thinking okay. Well, it's nine in the morning, I'm gonna go to the sports book and make some bets. And none of them, the, the draft DraftKings, the FanDuel's, none of the brick, none of, none of the none of the windows open until eleven a.m. And I, 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 I guess I, in Vegas, it's the same thing, but 8 a.m. I think Vegas opens. I have no, some of the, most of the books right there at the south point, they're open 24 hours. I got to give them credit. Uh, Circus, I, I believe, uh, 24 hours uh, on their app, at least. I know. I, um, anyway, I could be wrong about those things, but I'm just saying, I wasn't thinking I can't go to the counter. So I'm out there early in the morning with my buddies. By the way, you got to bring buddies with you over here in A.C. Very dangerous. This, this, this town got me really upset this trip. Danger wise. Um, but so anyway, I, I, I didn't know the books weren't going to be open. Well, let me give you something else. Talking to everyone that I know in the industry, the shops in faraway places, as you like to say, they're not booking college basketball until like 11 a.m. also. So mm. the big syndicate moves that happen in the morning, they're done by. 9 a.m. They're finished. I'm no, not nine. I get okay. I'm gonna use them my time, by the way, East Coast time. So East Coast time, they're done by 10 10:30 a.m. They're they're finished. The the big moves, um, and, and then and then then these shops are all opening. Unlike years past, where you could bet overnight, you could bet. What I'm saying is, when you don't open your shop until 11 or 12, which some of them, by the way. Uh, they're not even letting you bet college basketball till an hour before the game or three hours before the game. They're real numbers from many different people. Um, they're costing the square business. They're costing the Joe public business that they would normally get. Now, let me explain this again. And I hope some of these, um, these, these shoemakers, as Spanky calls them, are listening. So I have a thousand dollar ticket here, right? Thousand bucks. This ticket may look like a thousand dollars, but if I am so sharp as you say I am, and let's say I have a five percent edge, which I don't have a five percent edge, but let's say I have a five percent edge, this thousand dollar ticket's worth fifty bucks. So for you guys not to allow a five hundred dollar bet for which which is worth twenty-five dollars or probably less, more like a ten dollar, a saw buck, ten bucks is worth ten bucks to someone. For you guys not to allow that and miss all the square business that's betting, it's out of control. And you know what it is, Gil? It's a perception that these guys have that basketball is so easy to beat. Well, why wouldn't it be? I have everyone on Twitter saying they you know, they hit 70%. Of course, you know, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I for sure understand. But uh, I'm just saying, these places are all costing themselves money. Yeah, okay, great. Guys like me, Spanky, we're, we're going to win. Absolutely, we're going to win. And we're going to hold... I don't know, three percent or whatever it may be. Okay, so you take it on the chin, you move the line for for, for uh, someone betting nickels or whatever, and 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 you go, you move on. You're you're. I can't believe what I've seen this year. Unlike any other year. Let me just clear let me,
2: let me clarify. Let's right, step in right. and clarify some stuff. So yeah. Yeah. let's take uh, you know our, our our mutual friend Alan Boston was on here in the past, and he was really angry because um, you know as as college basketball betting had evolved his handicapping was being sort of uh, hijacked, right, for others to then, you know, really move lines egregiously. Um, And that was an over... You know, by the time it got to the morning, they were moved in in an egregious fashion. At least those were his words, I believe. I'll I'll paraphrase. Maybe he didn't use that exact word. What you're saying now is that um, they're just not up in many places. So just are you saying that that there, are, that there are a couple shops where you're able to get down and then most shops don't even have them up by a certain time in the morning. And so that, that's the difference, that, there's, that most of these books, or, or many books now don't even bother putting them up when they used to do that much earlier, even overnight.
1: Yes, even overnight. And, and Alan was absolutely correct. Um, he, he, he was talking about the different groups that go early in the morning, 6 a.m. Vegas time and they're, they're betting and they're taking him out of his market because, uh, the limits go up at a certain time. And by the time he gets in, was getting involved, they were all his, you know, not all of his bets, but a lot of his bets were gone now Mm -hmm. because someone else, I mean, there there is five or six major sports betting, sharp gambling syndicate groups. So he was getting knocked out of his game. So he was complaining about that. But, you know, uh, Alan always complains about, and he complains about the sunshine. If you complain about the sunshine, you complain about anything. So, uh, you know, it's 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 uh, he's right about that. But now I'm going back to what you're saying. Absolutely correct. Unlike years previous, uh, some of these bookmakers are not taking bets. Uh, I know one not taking it till an hour before the games tip off three hours before many of many people I know have not got bets or not allowed to bet college basketball. But more importantly, the morning time when I'm battling also the other groups for lines, they're not you know, there's hardly any way to get these down uh, because uh, the sports books are are, are not, they're not open. They're not booking. They're not booking games. The only one you can bet is Circa. And let me be blunt. Again, no one else is going to be able to talk this way on the show. The only way you should be betting Circa or Chris offshore when there's two lines to bet is the wrong way. That's right. That's right. Manipulate the lines. Bet the wrong way. And then when all the sports books open up and copy, because let's face it, most people don't know, but people that listen to Visa, they're sharper people, so they understand. But they, 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 everyone copies lines. So all these places are going to copy lines off of Chris or Circa. Why not copy the wrong lines to be able to get down the amounts of money you want to get?
2: A poorly timed commercial. I have much to ask and follow up. We'll do that next. Right. Unscripted with the crackman. man. Visa, the sports betting network. <music>
1: A numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visain, the Sports Betting Network.
2: It is a numbers game, proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Don't forget, here at the midseason point, the midseason football special is here for only $99. You get everything Visa has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs, daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on Visa.com and the upcoming College Hoops Betting Guide. Not upcoming, it's available now. It's a great deal. Only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now. At slash subscribe. Speaking of football, this is uh this is pretty big news from Dallas. What do you got here, Jeff?
0: Not not good news for the Cowboys. In uh Mike McCarthy's press conference that just happened down there at the star, uh Randy Gregory suffered a calf strain in Wednesday's practice, and he's going to miss multiple weeks. Could go on IR designated to return. So uh, that, is, that is really bad news for Dallas. And Randy Gregory, of course, has had a tremendous season this year for the boys.
2: Well, he's had five sacks. And uh, Michael Gelkin saying that the calf strain, you know, same as Michael Gallup and Dak Prescott, location of Randy Gregory's calf strain similar to that of Dak Prescott, per McCarthy. Quote, he's having a heck of the, a heck of the year. That's what McCarthy said. They quoted him directly. I think he meant heck of a year. He'll attack the rehab just like he's attacked everything else. So we'll see. Modern to that situation, Cowboys favored by nine and a half over the Falcons this weekend. Unscripted with the Crackman, Bill Krakenberger, kind enough to join us from New Jersey here on the numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Also, the uh, podcast for Crackman is called Wise Cracks that he does with John Orlando, wherever podcasts are distributed. So I just want to circle back to some of the things you were saying because as you were talking, some you know if, you, if you've been doing this long enough some things sort of trigger in your head. So one of them was let's harken back to what you're saying about how the brick and mortar shops aren't even open after a, you know before a certain time. I can remember times here in Vegas over the years where you used to be able I remember during baseball seasons right used to be able to bet baseball eight in the morning right brick and mortar and then one year you showed up I think it was right around 2013, 2014 whatever it was and I'm thinking cantor gaming at the time, CG technology, uh, specifically, where you showed up early in the morning and it was just dark. And they were like, yeah, we only open at noon now. But it was a personnel thing, right? It wasn't anything beyond... It was just like they didn't have... The company just couldn't couldn't spend money <clears throat> on ticket riders before a certain time. So I don't know that that's the case now, and I don't know what shops you're talking about, but I don't know. That was the first thing that triggered uh, triggered in my head about that. Another thing is... When so the whole college basketball thing you're talking about is fascinating, because behavior of books does change over time. You we wonder as betters, our natural inclination because it's the side of the counter we come from is to say, oh, they're you know they're running scared or they think they're going to lose money or whatever it is. I will tell you that there are there are nights that I will so I do more most of my tennis betting. Um, in, in certain spots, but there are certain spots here, um, I, I'm thinking of, of, a, of a certain location, where some nights I'm able to bet tennis, some nights I'm able to bet only the men's tour, some nights I'm not able to bet any of it. And so my thinking, because I don't know the answer to it, and I will ask, actually, I will inquire, is, okay, I don't know if they're, I don't think they're running scared I just think they forgot to put them up sometimes. Like on a sport like that, college basketball is obviously different, right? But on a sport like that, I always say to myself, I'm like, did they just not, did they just forget to put them up? Do they not want to put them up? Have they figured that on this particular tour, they're losing money and on this one, they're not? I don't know. I guess what I'm, I guess the broad thing that I'm trying to say is we immediately jump to the conclusion that they're running scared, but do we know that for a fact? Just playing devil's advocate. Interesting,
1: interesting. All right, that's an interesting aspect to it. Um, you know, Gil, I sometimes think, and it's just a hypothesis, but I think a lot of times too, the guys that run the sports book, the directors, the people at the helm that are answering to the upper management, I think a lot of times they don't know what's going on at nighttime in their sports books or early morning when yeah. they're not there. I don't think, so think about it. Now you have a supervisor that's working or someone that's there that maybe, or even someone at risk that's approving bets. They just want job preservation. They, they just want everyone to come in and bet their 50s and 100s and 20 bucks on their favorite team. They don't want to have to answer to anybody. So yeah. they're actually either denying bets or not putting up the right bets or not taking bets. And uh, they don't, they're not doing their job. Their job is to manage risk and manage the sports book. But I think the real job from the director or the people I'm saying upstairs is get the volume in there and let it work each other out. And and uh, they're just not getting that because they're just worried about, you know, if anyone comes in and bets like a $100, uh, $100 bet, you're fine. But if you bet 500 automatically they put up scarecrows next to them. And uh, they look like a scarecrow themselves. They, oh, my God, get out of here, you. Uh, you know, it just, it's, it's unbelievable. uh, Someone told me that this week. And that that, goes, and that goes, and
2: listen, that's a truism of all kinds of industries, not just sports betting, right? There's, I've, I've, you know, I can remember when I was doing music radio back in the day, right? Most people aren't trying to do good. They're not trying to be great. They're not trying to put out the best product possible. They're just trying to save their jobs. So they, they walk, they, they walk the, the most, uh, you know, uh, risk, Free path that they can possibly walk. And in the end, what you end up with is, you know, m- mediocrity or just a mediocre product, but they still get to keep their jobs kind of thing, right? That's not just a sports betting industry thing. I think that spans across lots of industries, not only in this country, but probably in the world. Not that I would know about that, but certainly in this country, it does. Um, so that's. No, you're right. I'm you're sure right. that's at play, you're right.
1: right? You're right. That every industry does people stealing paychecks, not just sports betting. You're right. Yeah, no, it's uh, my, my wife said something to me recently when I said, this is the easy game. This is for more casino. The casino industry uh, is I said, it's the only industry I know that you can make a career out of a friendship with somebody. So you can literally make one hundred thousand a year for 20 years just because you know somebody. Your knowledge may not be anything more than the guy that sweeps the floors, which a lot of times it is actually. And but you just make a career of knowing somebody. And then she said to me, that's a lot of industries, not just casino
2: industry. So mm-hmm. maybe
1: I'm maybe I'm just too close to the sun, as you would say.
2: Yeah, no, I like that yeah. expression. But it, it's, um, I guess the question to you about the college basketball thing is, um, you know, this, do you anticipate that this will only get worse? Do you think that it's a book by book kind of thing? Um, or do you think... It's a copycat thing where people that that most books will now behave in the same way, that they will be uh, less willing to take action early. Um, Or do you think that it's – again, or do you think that it's just specific cases like this and that there will still be industry leaders that will play it the way they want to play it? Because there's always going to be one or two that play it their way.
1: You know, I like to think of myself as one of the sharpest guys in the world. It's just the way I handle myself in life and betting all these tickets. You see these bets. I made a hundred bets in two days, literally first half, second half, full games. I, I think I won after juice and the strongest time of the year, by the way, I think I won about nine or 10 units, which is great. It's unbelievable. It's a good start. I know when people hear nine or 10 units. That sounds great, but I, I think I won nine units after juice and, uh, Uh, And I ran a little good, believe it or not. So if I and other groups, I know other syndicate groups that lost money, that lost. They they, they literally went, you know, 29 and 29 and they lost money. I I know one of the groups did. So
2: you still believe, uh, you you still believe that college basketball betting early season is the single for you, Bill Krakenberger is the best time of year.
1: Number one moneymaker that I've ever had in my life. Was, has been college basketball the last decade plus in the first two months. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I went to late January even and had a ridiculous, ridiculous – I'm not even going to say the percentages because no you won't believe it. I, it it's, been, it's been very, very good over the years. If I had to eliminate everything and pick one thing to bet on, it would be college basketball.
2: Sides or totals, Bill? or both
1: totals years ago, totals were, were better than they are now for me. Anyway, uh, sides sides is where, where it's at. I, I really I just think the sides. Yeah. I think the sides for me has, has been, has been fantastic. I mean, uh, Gil, I mean, then again, who's betting some of these games, Bucknell better, be, uh, better, me. I can't even pronounce these teams uh, better <laughs> me. Harford Wagner. Who's betting the, I, I, I couldn't name even which coast some of these teams are in, but then again,
2: so, so that's the follow-up oh. question: Is that a product, or may, and maybe it's multi? Maybe there's maybe all answers are true. Is it because there are so many games, and that the lines just simply can't be that good for all of them? Is that part of it? And it, or or is it in part and parcel with that that your college basketball people are just that good? Also, it's a combination of those two things.
1: Well, yes, it's a, it's a combination of those two things, especially that. They open up the season with seventy-five games on a Tuesday. Yeah, uh, today there's like a dozen today. But wait till Saturday happens when you have cross sports. Wait till these next couple Saturdays happens when you have college football, college basketball, NBA, hockey, whatever else you got, NFL, uh, UFC. There is so much stuff to manage. Uh, a lot of bookmakers would rather just have off. I'd rather just close the shop.
2: And by March Madness, when everybody else, you know, who hasn't followed college basketball all year, shows up to bet it, you're probably out by that point. I would imagine.
1: Um, I, I bet the first round of college basketball, first and second round, but I'll bet I'll scale back definitely during the second round. Enough. Yes,
2: we'll come back. We'll wrap it up. Unscripted with the Crack Man, Bill Krakenberger, Numbers Game, Veasan, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Gil Alexander on Vcent the
2: Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either Baltimore or Miami. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets. Regardless of your bet's outcome, just use bonus code vcent 200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Just download the app. will take you but a few seconds or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code vcent 200 to win $200 in free bets if either Baltimore or Miami scores a touchdown tonight. Eligibility Restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling prom. Call 1 800 gambler. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Skill Alexander. Uh, that the game tonight. Once again, questionable. Tua is questionable. And again, I don't know if it matters to you uh, if it's Tua or Jacoby Brissett. It has a little bit to the betting market for sure. Not negligibly either. It went through the seven uh, this week. But yes, uh, two days ago, Brian Flores said if the game were Tuesday, that was two days ago, Tua would not be able to go. And then yesterday, he comes out as questionable. So are we to believe – and by the way, he's the only other quarterback there. He's the backup. If, if Jacoby Brissett starts, Tua is the number two guy. So are we to believe, let's say Jacoby Brissett gets, and so we were talking about this on primetime last night with Matt and Kelly. If if Jacoby Brissett starts and then he hurts himself on play number two, are we to believe that the guy who would not have been able to play on Tuesday is now going to play for the whole game and he'll be fine?
0: He'll throw right-handed.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying it's, you know, very odd.
0: Yes, sir. One, one other thing, uh, just adding to the Cam Newton uh, news from before, from Joe Pearson, uh Uh, of the athletic, the expectation within the organization is that Cam Newton will be a Panther by the afternoon.
2: Oh, I I already told you that off air. I'm like, he's going to be a Panther. Because Matt Rule very quickly is telling us P.J. Walker ain't the answer. Like, we're not winning games with P.J. Walker. As, As bad as Sam Darnold has been, they are not feeling good about P.J. Walker. So it looks like Cam Newton. And I would imagine... Now, this is me just speculating. Doesn't he become the starter immediately? Like, immediately. Like, hey, PJ, it's been fun, but we're going to go with this guy.
0: I, I think even if Darnold can come back, Cam Newton should be their starter with how bad Darnold has been the last month.
2: Uh, well, he'll have a chance to take that job in, in, in an audition here in a few weeks because Sam Darnold's going to be out three, four weeks. It's interesting. Cam Newton. Finding his way back to the NFL, we think not official yet, but it looks that way. Bill Krakenberger here with us, uh, unscripted with the Crackman, By the way, we get tweets at beating the book. Just wanted to uh, read a couple of these. One, this is uh, Cowboy Cowboy Neil fifty six. Is it Cowboy Neil fifty six? Uh, Cowboy Neil sixty six. Pardon me. Uh, what a show! The Crack Man dropping knowledge. Vison is a special place. <laughs> learning a little more every day, and uh, yeah, this is sort of sort of uh, related to what I was talking about earlier. With tennis odds, Joe Murray, and this is not the first tweet I've gotten about this today. Joe Murray saying, "Bummed, the tennis bet today is not offered at FanDuel." So there's there's a major shop, right, hmm. that just simply doesn't have what I'm talking about up. And my my reaction to that is not necessarily because I, I you know my reaction to that is I don't know if they're if they've figured out that you know s- some of us are gonna are gonna beat that. I don't think it's it. I just don't think they they even pay attention sometimes. I I that's I mean, that's what I come to. I might be wrong. So, I don't know. It's interesting that sometimes things are available, sometimes they're not. This is different from college basketball, obviously, which is considered a far more major betting sport than, say, my little tennis world. Uh, okay, Bill, you wanted to talk about something else.
1: All right, a couple more things. Thanks for that tweet, too, there, wherever Cowboy is. Um, that's why I do it. I do it to try to help people, and I also do it to Talk about what's going on in the industry, and and you know, um, right now the clear-cut winner for me in Atlantic City here would be DraftKings because they're taking bets off me. I know other people that've said other things. DraftKings has taken uh, some very sharp stuff off me that uh, I get the best of the line by tip-off. That's for sure. So there, I wanted to talk about that out of out of, out of books here, but I want to talk about. Let's go back to an old school story. Um, Back in 1999, or it might have been 98, it might have been 98. I am, uh, as some people do know or don't know, I am working uh, for Pinnacle. Pinnacle Sportsbook was a really sharp sportsbook back then in Curacao, and um, I think I learned some of the best things from those guys in the beginning. Uh, the one just passed away. He was known as Monty in the industry. And uh I attribute it, all of it, it, my it,
2: sports betting rearing to the old pinnacle newsletter in the nineties. It was the best ooh, place forgot to learn about that. Yeah, it was the best place yeah, to learn this yeah. industry. Yep.
1: Yeah. So anyway, uh I am I'm told to come up to the helm. It was called a helm back then, literally like a Star Trek Enterprise helm. And all the clerks were on the floor, but the helm was up top. They had we called them the helm boys. They were up top, they were the The sharp guys that were moving the lines, and also with the guy Henry up there, who was super smart. Don't forget now, these guys that own Pinnacle were the the legendary guys that were that were helping with the computer group uh, back with Doc Midland, Billy Walters. This was the some of the sharpest minds in the world that decided to uh, open up or take over a sports book, which which is Pinnacle Sports and Curacao. Back then, it was it was phone betting only. As a matter of fact. They, they, even though the internet was out, I think Pinnacle was the last book to take internet bets. Then, of course, they went to internet betting. Only like most of the sports books do, it's hard to phone in and bet anywhere now. Um, so, this is to go to show you how, how much how sharp information used to come in. They call me up there at nighttime to to really be. Uh, I'm down in Curacao. That one of the guys calls me and goes, "You want to see something really cool? Watch this. Come up to the come up to the helm at around 8 p.m. So I go up to the helm at 8 p.m and I'm sitting there, and it just so happens that the owners, which they weren't there all the time, but the owners were having an owner uh, meeting. There were three owners, but uh, the, the two owners were up at the helm there. Uh, let me think of the fake names. Uh, Henry and Monty. So they, those two guys were up on the helm. They would get 25 and $50 bets, I told you this already, from a group over by Washington D.C., these kids, and they used to kick it out $25,000, 50000 on overnight. Um, that, that was really NBA stuff, but <clears throat> Just to show you, there's a reason I'm telling this story. They also were taking $500 on college basketball and the same exact thing they were betting. They were able to get down this kind of money on college basketball. I thought about it during the break. You couldn't get that down now. 23 years later, you could not get down the amount of money that they were getting back down back then. It's amazing what college basketball has become. I think that it's overblown. I think that The the books are actually costing themselves money, not being open to Joe Public. Joe Public is 99% of the action, guys. Now, I understand that who's going to be betting at 8 in the morning? It's only wise guys and sharp guys, but that's not always the case. I know square guys that bet before they go to work, get their bets in in the morning. They can't get their bets in now, though, because you're not opening college basketball. Um, So... That, that's just one of the things I wanted to talk about. About it. It, it, College basketball has been very upsetting to me the first couple of days, even though I got a lot of bets down here. It's been upsetting to me because it's unlike any year previous. But, you know, hopefully guys that are following me can get down 100 hundred, two hundred, three hundred, five hundred $200, $300, $500. Because uh, but I'll, I sure I'll, I'll uh, ask you. I'll ask
2: you again, it. though, Bill. Do you think that yeah. that is now what will be the norm moving forward? Generally, not everywhere, but generally?
1: Uh, I hope not. I sure hope not. You know, Gil, I... I, I was thinking about someone else tweeted about the originating line or something and uh, who has them up. I believe now I could be wrong and someone might correct me here. I believe circa is coming up and Chris offshore is coming up with lines and everyone copies. I believe that's right. Um, if that happens and the other sports books, then the side, you know, they see their lines up earlier and earlier and they, and they say, you know, let, let's just copy these lines and put them up. I, I, I could see really no reason why uh, they, they, they won't take bets. Uh, other, by the way, Vegas is pretty good at it. Vegas by 8 o'clock in the morning, Vegas time. I see all the lines are up there. I just think that it's the offshore world that is so scared about the, the lines here. Uh, I'm not really talking about Vegas. I'm talking about the offshore world and how hard it is uh, for, for these syndicate groups to get down. I know that they're, they're struggling big time. I hope it's not the norm now. I hope it does revert back. Uh, I just don't know if that's going to be the case. So, do you bet college basketball, Kill? Do you bet at all, or not? Not, really?
2: not, not, largely. No. Uh, but I will. I will say okay. this about one of the one of the big offshores you're talking about. There, yeah. over the course of the last year or two. And I'm not talking about uh, where you used to work, but, but they definitely have – they're not as good as they used to be, right? From a technology standpoint, first of all, just to begin with, right, the technology of it doesn't work nearly as well as it used to um, on, online, mobily especially. That's the first frustration. But the second thing is, yeah, they, they don't offer nearly as much as they used to. It's supposed to be, you know, this bastion, one of these pillars of, of the uh, sports betting world. It just doesn't offer what they used to. It's just – it is a different – Era than it was for sure, and I don't know that it's ever coming back, you know.
1: But does does the DraftKings, Fandals, do the you? You see the apps, You don't have to be. You don't. Have, you don't need an account. Are they offering a lot?
2: Yes. Or, or not really. Yes. No. They, they are. Good. They are. That's why. Good. And good. and I think that's again, it's a whole other conversation which we've had before, yeah. which is when they finally one day come to a place like Nevada, how all the people, the old schoolers here, are going to be jarred by that. But yes, they absolutely do offer it, and. Sometimes we're too close to the sun. People like us. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Billy. Lombardi line Thanks, next. The Sports Betting Network. Enjoy.